Welcome to the Valley Brook Community Church Podcast, and thank you for joining us online today. You're about to hear a sermon from our sermon series entitled 40 Days of Prayer. This series focuses on learning to pray with more confidence and greater faith than ever before. We hope you find this podcast meaningful. We'd love to hear how God is touching people's lives. Just go to our website at www.valleybrook.cc, select contact us, and send us an email. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're going to start this series called 40 Days of Prayer today, and as we do so, it's appropriate that we bow our heads and ask God to work in our midst. Father, as we come here today, Lord, we recognize that learning about prayer is really about learning about our relationship with you, the heart of the Father, and how we can connect with you on a deeper level. So, Lord, I pray that you would do more than we could dare ask or imagine, that you would prepare us for for the great things that you want us to do. Lord, we expect you to take us deeper in our relationship with you, to make us men and women who pray, not last, but pray first. And so, Lord, I pray that you would do an amazing work in us during these 40 days. In Jesus' name, amen. So just to let you know, as I was planning and praying about 2018, it sensed, I sensed that God was, was telling me that we needed to focus on our discipleship. And as you know, at Valleybrook, we have two major pathways for discipleship. That's our life groups and our, our membership uh, process. And we're excited about both of those. We're actually revamping our, our membership process. Um, but I also sensed that God wanted us to focus on some of the disciplines some, some of the habits of what it means to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus. And it became clear to me that we needed to start with prayer. Uh, Scott Rideout is the president of our movement of Churches Converge. And I want to share with you something that he said about prayer. He said, we believe that God answers prayer that God changes hearts when we pray, that God opens doors when we pray, that God causes growth when we pray, that there are many things that can happen only through prayer. So this morning, I would just share with you just a testimony of of the past several weeks as people have come and share with me that, you know, when we fill out those prayer requests on the the welcome card, uh, they've been seeing answers for their prayers. God's been answering prayers uh, and God's been doing amazing things and it's exciting because every week somebody comes up and shares with me an answer to prayer. So uh, I want to encourage you to continue to ask for prayer but to continue to pray as we go through this series. Now today, I actually am going to speak briefly on prayer because I want to exhort us all in pursuing the things that will help us grow and mature in our prayer life and in our relationship with God. I'm going to sort of lay the foundation of what we're going to do over the next seven weeks. The Bible tells us this, that growth is God's will. Growth for us is God's will for us. In Ephesians, we read this, We are not meant to remain as children at the mercy of every chance wind of teaching. Instead, we are meant to hold firmly to the truth in love and to grow up in every way into Christ. So God created us to know him and he sent his son so that we can grow up into him and become faithful followers of Jesus. So it's his desire that we mature. Now, Growing up in Christ is not just growing in head knowledge. 
You know, we can, we can put a lot of stuff in our brains. We can learn a lot about God and about prayer and about the disciplines of being a follower of Jesus Christ. But where it really becomes transformative is in our hearts. When it moves from our hearts to our heads and it, it becomes how we apply it in our relationship with God, how we, we actually pursue God in prayer and we pursue listening to him from, from God's word. And so uh, this morning, uh, I want us to, to look at five ways that we can grow in our relationship with God. And, and as I said, I'm laying the foundation for this 40 days and I wanna exhort you, I wanna challenge you to apply this to your lives. Now for some of you, some of these, some parts of this may be something that you're already doing but I doubt all of it. So I want to encourage you to invest yourself in this. I want to exhort you to do this. So here's the first thing. When uh, we, gr we grow, when we commit to grow. Now, I know that sounds silly, but the truth of the matter is, sometimes it takes a conscious decision on our part to say, you know what, I want to grow. I want to learn something. I want to go deeper. Um, you know, it's, it's something that um, for, some time, for some of us, sometimes we grow in areas in, in things that are just something we're excited about. We want to we learn something new about a new hobby or something we want to do in, in our business. But, but the truth of the matter is, if we want to grow, we have to make that choice to grow. If we want to mature, we have to decide that we're going to pursue what we're pursuing. And the same thing is with God. If we want to grow deeper in our relationship with God, we've got to make that choice to grow deeper with him. We've got to decide that. It's my hope and prayer that at the end of these seven weeks that we'll be deeper in our relationship with God, that we'll be men and women who are known as people as, who pray. Look at what God told Israel. He said, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. If you'll look for me with all your heart, you'll find me. Uh, God's saying, you'll find me when you're serious about finding me. You'll find me when you pursue me. If this is what you want, I'm there. You can find me. So when we're serious about it, we'll find him. Folks, prayer is really all about connecting with the heart of the Father. It's about connecting with our Heavenly Father who created us, who sent his son Jesus down to earth to save us so that we would not be eternally separated from him. That's his heart. So if he did all of that for us, then he desires for us to connect with him and to know his heart. And the way we do that is through prayer and letting him speak to us through the Holy Spirit and through God's word. And so as followers of Jesus Christ, it's my hope that we will commit to grow more, not just in our knowledge of prayer, but in our prayer life, in pursuing God, the heart of the Father. We grow when we commit to what we grow. So are you committed? My hope is yes. Here's the second thing. We grow when we expect to grow. You know, sometimes you're required for, uh, either by a parent or by school or by a job, you're required to learn something for the job. And quite honestly, I think we could all attest that sometimes we do it because we have to. We learn it for the test and then we forget it. We learn it for the, the moment and then we forget it. 
But when it comes to growing with God, we need to expect to grow. In Jesus' ministry, there was a time when he was walking and there were two blind men that were following, down the road, following him down the road and, he, and they called out to him and said, Lord, have mercy on us. They wanted Jesus to heal them. And so Jesus said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I can have mercy on you and heal your blind eyes? And they said yes. And this is what Jesus said to them. According to your faith, will it be done to you? And he healed them. Do you realize that God wants to bless your life according to your faith? And now, let me make sure that you understand. I'm not saying you have to have so much faith for God to bless you, but what I'm saying is our Heavenly Father has so much that he wants to bless us with and, and, and grace us with that he wants us to have faith that he can do that. So he can bless us according to our faith. Whatever you believe him for, he says, I'm going to bless you. You realize that God says, look, if you want to be my follower, if you want to walk in my will, if you choose to do that, I'm going to bless you. According to your faith, it will be done to you, Jesus said to those men. And he healed them. So let me tell you what I'm expecting to happen over the next seven weeks. I'm expecting that for you and me, that we're going to become people of prayer. We're going to become people who can't wait to pray more. We're going to be people who begin to understand what the Apostle Paul meant when he said, pray without ceasing. And I believe we're going to see God answer more prayers as we expect him to do these things in our lives. Because he's a good God. And he wants to bless us. So we grow when we expect to grow. Here's the, the next thing. We grow when we feed ourselves on God's word. We grow when we feed ourselves on God's word. You, you remember when Jesus went into the wilderness and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights? And I, I've never fasted for that amount of time and I can't imagine what that's like. But... Uh, at the end of that time of fasting, the devil came out and met him, and the devil tempted him. In fact, the first temptation that the devil gave to Jesus was, see these stones, he said? Turn those into bread so you can eat. And this is what Jesus said in response. People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So as followers of Jesus... We're supposed to feed on God's word. We're, we're supposed to take it in regularly. We're supposed to make it a part of our daily lives. Why? Because God wants to speak to us through his word. God wants to teach us things about what it means to be a, a follower of Jesus. God wants to reveal things to us that we've never seen. And, and I will tell you, my personal experience is sometimes I read a scripture that I've read dozens of times before. And God reveals something to me that I never experienced. And oftentimes, it was what I needed at that very moment in my life. And if I wasn't feeding on God's word regularly, I would miss that. God wouldn't speak to me through his word because I wasn't there. So, you, you know, 
the truth of the matter is, you know, in, in the North American church, we've sort of created this kind of paradigm that, that's uh, a little out of balance. In the North American church, we've, we've created this, this thing that says, you know, you come to church on Sunday, you hear a message with a lot of scripture in it, you, you feed on that, and then you come back in seven days and do it again. Now, uh, I believe many of you, I know many of you feed on God's word every day, but that's what God wants us to do. Not just, uh, you know, have a, a huge uh, meal one time a week, but to eat from God's word, to feed on it daily. God wants us to know his word and be in his word. He wants to speak to us from his word. So we need to read it. Obviously, we are hearing it this morning. We need to hear it. We also need to to study it and, and let God speak to us about what it means to our lives. We also need to memorize it. A lot of people overlook that. We need to memorize God's word so it will stay with us when we don't actually have the Bible with us in a hard copy or an electronic copy so that God can allow us to really rely on his word. We need to, we need to meditate on it and let God speak to us as we, we wrestle with it is. But here's the most important thing, particularly when it comes to our relationship with God and, and going deeper in that relationship with him as, as we become people of prayer. We need to apply it you know take it from the head to the heart let it become what we do how we live our lives if we're going to grow the way god desires for us to grow we've got to feed on god's word the 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 easy verses and the hard verses we, we've got to to let god speak to us the fourth thing i want to say is this if we're going to grow we have to develop spiritual habits we have to develop spiritual habits. I, I know many of you have those spiritual hab- habits, and I want to encourage you to do so and to continue to build those and, and spend time reinforcing those in your lives. Jesus said this in the Gospel of John. After he had been teaching the disciples, after he'd been instructing them, he said this, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You know, going to church isn't about getting a bunch of stuff and hearing it and not applying it. You know, reading the Bible is not about just reading it. It, it, It's to be taken into our lives and applied. You know, I can remember early on in my relationship with God, um, I had a daily devotional that would read every day. And uh, sadly, I would tell you that five minutes after I read it, I didn't remember what I read. Part of that was because I wasn't applying it. I wasn't saying, all right, Clark, how does this get lived out in your life you know it was it, it was ineffective and, and as I've grown in my relationship with God and as I've grown as a, as a student of the Bible I've realized that I've got to apply it so you'll be blessed if you do it uh, the lessons and the disciplines that Jesus taught his disciples are the lessons and disciplines that he, ta- he teaches us through his word today and, and so for the next 40 days I want to challenge you to develop some spiritual habits. These are things that we always encourage you to do when we do an all-church study. And very simply, they're these things. First, it's the habit of spending daily time reading God's word and praying. So if God's gonna speak to you through his word, the Holy Spirit's gonna illuminate what he wants you to see when you read it, you need to talk to God about that. 
You know, it's very simple. It's like having a conversation. If somebody comes up to you and starts talking about a concern that they have in their life and you respond to them by talking about the weather, that's just inappropriate. That's, you're not listening. You're not paying attention. So God wants us to hear from him from his word and then he wants us to talk to him about what we've read, about what he's spoken to us. Obviously, we need to continue to gather on Sunday mornings, but I also want to encourage you and challenge you to, to meet in what we call life groups here. I, th- I think we've made clear what those are for everybody, but I, I challenge you, if you're not in a life group, it's time to get in one. It's time to, to meet with other people. You, you heard the testimony this morning from Mike and Lisa, and that was great. And then here's one that everybody overlooks. We need to be in the habit of memorizing God's word. Be in the habit of memorizing God's word. Very simply, this is how we can develop those habits by pursuing these things. You know, you've already done one. You've come here today. So my encouragement is today, before you leave, to stop by the life group table in the cafe. Uh, You know, find out about a life group, sign up for a life group, pick up the book for the 40 days of prayer. And in that book, what you're gonna have are, is basically a tool to help you uh, apply or reapply these habits in your life. Uh, there'll be times, there'll be daily scriptures for you to read, for you to uh, learn and to, to wrestle with, and then uh, a challenge to apply it. Uh, there will be life group lessons for you to go through, and there'll be time, places for you to take notes about uh, what you're learning on Sunday morning. So I encourage you to do that. Here's the fifth thing that I want to say this morning. We grow when we help each other grow. We grow when we help each other grow. Uh, When when I was uh, in seminary, I have to tell you that sometimes I felt like I learned more by teaching Sunday school on Sunday morning than I did in some of my classes. Why? Because I had to help other people understand it. I had to study it to be able to teach it. I had to be able to understand what was going on so I could help others understand what's going on. And we grow when we help each other. The Apostle Paul said this, I want us to help, I want us to help each other with the faith we have. Your faith will help me and my faith will help you. You see, in the body of Christ, we're called to be connected to one another. You you can't be a a Christian as a lone ranger. I mean, yes, you can, but that's not what God intended. Uh, You know, there are so many passages of Scripture that we cannot fulfill, that we cannot apply to our lives without being in community, without being in really serious community around our faith in Jesus with one another. We can't fulfill those without being connected to one another. And and you know, there's so much in Scripture that talks about collectively all Christians being the body of Christ and and having our role in the body of Christ. So it's God's will for us to be connected to one another, to be serving alongside of one another, to be helping one another grow. So if you want to grow, you're going to have to help others. As I said, when I started off the sermon, I really look at today's message as an exhortation, a a challenge to us to apply ourselves to grow in this season of learning about prayer. So I want to challenge you 
to take that seriously. And this morning, I would like to close the message time with a prayer of commitment for us. So if you would, bow your heads. Heavenly Father, as we've come here today to kick off this series about prayer, we've been challenged, Lord, to take seriously the call to grow in our relationship with you through prayer by laying a firm foundation. So Lord, I pray for every single one of us that we will uh, commit to grow with you, Lord, that we will expect to grow closer to you through this time, that we'll feed on your words, we'll commit to to feeding on your word and, and we'll commit to these habits of faith and Lord, we'll commit to helping each other grow. And Lord, I look forward to what you're gonna do in our lives individually and corporately as a church, that we would become a a group of people who are known uh, by the way we pray and the way that we connect with you and and the way, Lord, you answer our prayers. So, Lord, I pray that you would just help each one of us grow deeper in that relationship by committing ourselves to this time. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It is our sincere hope that it has blessed you. For more information, visit our website at www.valleybrook.cc.